0: Hey y'all, WinnieCummings.com here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming to your city, pregnant AF. August 11th, 2023, I am going to be in the Lake Charles Grand Event Center in Louisiana, August 26, 2023. Why am I telling you the year? I'll be in Rancho Mirage, California at Agua Caliente Resort Casino. This is basically Palm Springs. It's got to be hot, but you know sauna is good for you, so show up. Uh Let's have some ha-has and uh, let's let's get loose. We can do some hot yoga, some hot ha-has. October sixth, twenty twenty-three. Oh shoot, I did that again. I'll be in Moncton, New Brunswick, at the Capitol Theater. October seventh, I will be in Saint John, New Brunswick, Canada. New Brunswick, New Brunswick. Canada, Imperial Theater. Can most comedians read their tour dates without stuttering? That, <laughs> I know you work on other podcasts. It's
1: more fun when you stutter. Right? God,
0: it's so embarrassing. October 8th, I'll be in Waterville, Maine at the Waterville Opera House. October 13th, I'll be in Erie, Pennsylvania at the Warner Theater. October 14th, I'll be in Washington, Pennsylvania at the Hollywood Casino at the Meadows, baby. Merch, merch, horse merch. I made it. You've seen me wear it. You asked me where I get it. So we decided to just make it for you to purchase, should you fancy. But you must know the merch is not made by children in Asia. Therefore, you may not get it the day you order it. Thrown to you from a truck by a man who's sweating, crying, and shitting in a bag, even though he will get fired and replaced by a robot next year. Anyway, it's not funny. It's just uh, true. Uh, this is pre-order, made-to-order merch. So you order it, then we hire a person who is not a child with two fingers left to sew it for you. It gets made by an adult who applied for the job and is getting paid a fair wage in the U.S. of America. And it will take about four weeks or so. A high, this is the highest quality merch I've seen. Um, we've got two more sweatshirts and a T-shirt, too. We keep the price down by doing bigger orders, so we have to wait for a couple thousand, I think, so then we make them. So thank you for your patience during this difficult time. You get a horse shirt, you get your long sleeve shirt, a sweatshirt, whatever. You're going to love them. All the dusty vibes of vintage shirts without all the ghosts. Uh, So today, on today's podcast episode, uh, is one of my favorite people. His name is Duncan Trussell. You know him from his own podcast and The Midnight Gospel on Netflix, which is one of my favorite things to watch, even... Not smoking weed, it's brilliant. Uh, his mind is a wonderland. We talk about aliens and robots and all of the things that are going to destroy us. So enjoy. Bap, bap, bap. I would love to open with my humiliating addicted to vape story. I vaped on a plane once.
1: Ooh. <laughs> That's hitting bottom.
0: Okay. <laughs> it's pretty low. And it was, it was a long flight. I, look, I'm going to just, I'm still going to just defend it. I'm still going to defend why I did it. Was it was a long flight. I was stressed out. No, sure. I went under the um, covers. Okay. So, <laughs> I'm in like the lay yeah. down, like, you know, I'm like yeah. lay down. I think it was maybe going to England or something for work. <laughs> I am in lay down. And I thought it through for so long. It wasn't just like a, oh, let me try to vape yeah. real quick. I brought a curling iron with me in my purse what? so that I could plug it in just in case it went sideways. I could blame the curling iron. <laughs> wow. And so then they do hit a little vape da, 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 and they come over and they're like, oh, ma'am, 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 something, something's on your, your current, like my curling iron was like plugged in I, and they were like, ma'am, oh, ma'am, ma'am, your curling iron and like called over many people. Sure, Try to help? fire on a fucking <laughs> plane. And I was like, no, 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 it's probably just my curling iron. They're like, ma'am, I mean, <laughs> I'm stunned they didn't land the plane. Your
1: curling iron smells like strawberry <laughs> Pop-Tarts.
0: <laughs> I was like, it was, it was, the wow. how quickly I just like, it was like, oh, no, 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 oh, no, That's it's fine. an old like, There's, you know, sometimes there's hair on the sometimes curling iron. Sometimes they catch things on fire. <laughs> well, because there's hair on a curling iron and then it'll just sort burn. of like sear and burn. You know. And, and I was like, that was too many lies and how scared these people looked and worried.
1: Yeah. The training they go through, the truth they
0: hear. How many people do you think from that, you know, little tribe of, of flight attendants went home and were like, I'm done. Yeah. Planes catch
1: on fire. Did you know that? How many of them had a dream the night before? How many of them sued the company and got some settlement for emotional distress? Who knows? Cause that's like bad. That's, burning in a flame as <laughs> it saw crashes. They paper.
0: Like, I kept thinking it's I could- <laughs> Come on. What's the idea? deal? I kept, when the addiction making you think you're getting away with oh it- Oh, my God. Is the most embarrassing.
1: It's got a, uh, I've noticed in everything I've been addicted to, like, when it ends, which usually is hitting bottom, as they say, there is, you become almost like a human rat. You know, you, yeah. you hide- you sneak. You, like, do tricks. You mm-hmm. think you're getting away with tricks. Yeah. And it becomes a big part of it. You distract. Daily. You distract. You're like, you know, that person looks like they're addicted to gambling. Yeah. Yeah. You have to, like,
0: blame. Oh. I, you have to bring other people into it.
1: Oh, my God. My favorite thing is when an alcoholic friend tries to lecture me about whatever drug I happen to be currently yeah. addicted to. It's like, yeah. like look at you. Yeah. <laughs> you are consuming the most dangerous drug on earth outside of maybe meth i think there's a few that are uh, a little more d- dangerous than alcohol but and you're really gonna like lecture me about drugs alcohol does like pickle you doesn't it, it? fucks you up physiologically it it's poison
0: right it's po-
1: yeah it's poison what are right? the
0: other poisons that we've just normalized like i feel like we have a bunch of these
1: um well you know i think one like down the like remember like I don't know when you found out, but I remember finding out Coca-Cola used to have cocaine. Right. And it's so, that, like anyone who loves drugs, God, how wonderful <laughs> that must have been. Just get a Coke and it tastes great. And there's cocaine. Your lips go a little numb. You get a bounce. You could go to the pharmacist mm-hmm. and just say, you know, I want a lot of, lot of them, which I think was like liquid opium. Right, right. Or liquid morphine or I think opium. They would just give it to you. How
0: do you think the industrial revolution happened? It would never happen if people weren't drinking cocaine.
1: Cocaine? Okay. (laughs) Yeah. They had to get rid of the opium because, yeah, you can't have your factory workers fucked up. And now it's like an Adderall shortage. Right, right. I I think in the same way we look back at that, whoa, they just let people drink cocaine. That's how they're going to look at certain forms of technology in the future. Yeah. We're all so addicted to It's very powerful drug.
0: Well, there's already rehabs for social or for um, phones and stuff. I believe it. Opening. Yeah, I believe it. I had a little rock bottom with texting and driving, which I am great at. I am great at it. I believe you. You know, and I'm so good at it. And that doesn't, but you're good at it until you're not.
1: My wife's good at it. And then when I do it, she's like, Duncan, please.
0: I, I Same thing, same thing, same thing. But,
1: and I will defend myself, like, you do it. Uh-huh. And, but she's like, I'm good at it. <laughs> like, because I'm old. I'm like, My ah, texts aren't this
0: just this texting about simulation theory. Yeah. These are
1: to a babies that
0: are. These uh, are- <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm not texting about the most, like, <laughs> recent UFO revelation. Mine is always, like, when I, after I text and drive, I'll hit, a, like, a stoplight, and I'll be like, I just want to know, had I killed someone or myself? What the text would have been. Ugh. It's like Raven Simone chewing gum. It's like a gif. And I'm like, just, just, I just want to take a good hard look at myself and know that's what I would have gone out on.
1: You know what? They should start putting that on tombstones. The last text someone was sending when they killed them. The way people are dying now is so Interesting. fascinating
0: to yeah. me. You know, over 350 people now have died taking selfies, falling off cliffs.
1: Yeah, I did know it had gotten that high, mm-hmm. but I knew that this was a, ha- a phenomena for yeah. the Grand Canyon, especially. Do you think
0: there's any, because a lot of times it's like husband, wife people, you don't ever think there's
1: like a nudge.
0: How do you fall of off the, a cliff? There must be. on. I watched
1: Dateline. Like, of those 350, what half, 50% mm-hmm. were murders? Really? Selfies? Really? No, I don't. I would guess 3%. But
0: I do think, to your point, something you get drunk when you hold it up and you're thinking about the person you're trying to impress or make jealous or hurt or like you look at your crow's yeah. feet and you're trying that. Like, there's a video, I don't recommend watching it unless you already have, which is. Um, a guy that is trying to take a selfie with a loose bear in India while it's eating. Everyone is watching. There's 50 people watching him. He's taking a wow. selfie with the bear. Cool. It's killing him. And he's taking a selfie with it. And I don't know if the adrenaline is just so intense that he doesn't realize, or there's so many people around
1: that there's just the cognitive dissonance of this must
0: not be happening. It's so fascinating.
1: It's, an, it's like you, the selfie or Instagram, or any of the stuff, is an attempt to evade human suffering by putting yourself into a two-dimensional space and making yourself on a show. Because things on shows are usually safe. There's a feeling of if I'm in the phone, I'm, I've am i escaped this reality a little bit. I mean, I don't think people are literally thinking that, but I think mm. underlying it all is a very sad attempt to evade human suffering by digitizing yourself, which would explain why people fall off of cliffs and get eaten by bears. Especially the bear one, because it's like, I'll run into my phone. Right, right. When selfies mean things are okay, it, this makes things better. Mm-hmm. I'll get one last dopamine. I exist. Yeah. Like, it's
0: kind of, I got really into terror management Whoa, theory. that's fucked up. Yeah, a I couple. Exist. A couple years ago, like the idea that we're the only species that knows we're going to die, which, you know, not, you know, I can't, you know, talk about simulation theory. I'm sure the way that you can, but think of the best way to make a maze of, Living things get more interesting. Let them know you you're gonna die at some point. Right. You just never know when.
1: Yeah. What right. more
0: stressful thing to know? Than yeah.
1: That? No, I know. I mean, this is Dark Souls. Have you ever played Dark Souls, the video game? No,
0: my guy is obsessed with oh, it. I think God. he <laughs>
1: It's brutal because the death in it. Even though you do come back to life, you 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 will lose like an hour or something, and so that the. the Just that, even in the game, clearly you have to come back to life, but just that kind of rush of knowing you can't die makes the game so much more fun. So if you look at this as some form of game, then yeah, it's the ultimate spice to make a very exciting video game.
0: Yeah. The randomness of it though, when you're like, oh, the healthiest person I know got a blood clot on a um, treadmill or whatever. Like remember yeah. when Cheryl Sandberg's husband died, fell off yeah. a treadmill at like 45, and yeah. you're like, um,
1: this changes everything. If there were a sniper mm-hmm. on every rooftop. We're in Texas. They're yeah, there, there, there okay. Is. I know, yeah, yeah. You're in Austin. <laughs> if there like if there was someone doing if you couldn't die naturally, if we were all immortal, but it's some there were just gun turrets attached to AI that randomly Shot people, everyone would be running around screaming, freaked out, losing their shit. But because it happens in different ways, but it's still random, kind yeah, of, yeah. we are able to sort of carry on as though we don't die. That's not our situation. It's interesting because, yeah, all of human society depends on the ignorance or the active ignore, actively ignoring mortality.
0: But think about how you have to anesthetize yourself. I feel like the more we are exposed to the concept of death because of whether it's, you know, social media, whether it's quote news, whatever that even means, to be able to see death counts and death tolls. It's like, I feel like a hundred years ago, you could kind of like, you only heard about someone dying. If you saw it, you did it oh, or was someone in your family. Lot. You
1: saw it a lot. Cause, Cause the way they used to do death was different. They would, you know, it, the living room. They, why is it called the living room? Cause that's where you hang out during a, a wake. The living room is where people hang out when and and or maybe that's where you put the body, but that seems like the wrong name for that room. Yeah, like that's it feels you, like the former. <clears throat> yeah, and and in other countries, death is everywhere. In India, it's like you just—it's everywhere. You yeah. see dead bodies.
0: The Ganges. You bathe in the same river that people die. <laughs> exactly.
1: In. And but here, I think just because like we are the way we do things here is so severely dependent on a, 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 a the idea you have a lot more years and you're. Temporal bank account than you do, <laughs> we hide it. Yeah. So they'll come and like cart your loved one's body off for you. They'll like you won't see them again if you don't want to. If you do see them again, they'll put makeup on them. Like,
0: <laughs> this makes nice me dress. think of like like all these businesses that didn't exist until they did. The idea that someone's like, dude, 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 I have this idea. Like, what if we start a business where we
1: put the dead bodies like in a box? Dude, you know how I love putting makeup <laughs> on dead bodies. <laughs> I wonder if I can make money doing that.
0: <laughs> no, man, that's fucked up. You just shouldn't do it at all. No, okay, man, whatever. And that was like the Facebook feud of the, the, the whatever, Zuckerberg and whoever, like yeah. the Winklevoss twins. The guy went off and got a huge putting makeup on yeah. corpses.
1: Yeah, somewhat. Yeah, there's a, it's a huge industry. You're cutting their hair, you know, filling them with embalming fluid, which is like, uh, there's a wonderful... Uh, She's called a, she calls herself. Porn. She's part of the, no, almost. (laughs) It's the death positivity movement. Yeah. And her name's Caitlin Doty. And she broke the whole thing down to me, which is in the Civil War, you had to get the bodies back home without rotting. That's where embalming fluid and formaldehyde and all that stuff apparently like kicked in. But the Civil War ends. Yeah. An industry, a little cottage industry Mm. is, is formed around getting the bodies back home they don't want to like go out of business. So now they have to convince people the body is filthy. If you don't put this fluid in, yeah. it, you're going to get a body disease. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's, she pointed out you're less contagious when you're dead. Like when you're alive, you're coughing, sweating, shitting. Yeah, 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 yeah. When you're dead, you're not even, you're obviously not breathing. Yeah. So it's transferring germs, it's not going to happen. So the whole thing's bullshit. Right. Or mouth-eyed the makeup, the nice coffin. <laughs> like, really? <laughs> you need a
0: queen-size mattress in your fucking That's coffin? That's the thing that actually drives me nuts. Like, after having two parents die, and you're going to get the coffin, and you're, you're dealing with, like, oh, we cut down trees to put a, de- you know, to bear It's, like, the whole thing, you start to become so, um, uh, uh, what's the word? Um, what is it when something's super salesy? Like, if you don't don't get the coffee, you're like, hey, following up and we'll give you a discount if you buy, you know, we'll give you a down payment to your next parent. Like, it's so commercialized. But I was thinking about it because I was driving into New York recently. You know when you drive by all those graveyards in from JFK? Yeah. And you're like, do you think our ancestors would want to be taking up all this space with their dusty, worm-eaten nothingness and causing their ancestors are there, you know, uh, offspring, what would it, their posterity to be paying more money for these tiny rentals, you, uh, rentals. Like if I could, if I could come back as a ghost, I'd be like, you guys dig us all up, turn it into a park put more apartment buildings here. Carnival so
1: that- <laughs> theme park, anything.
0: <laughs> yes. Swimming ice cream, pool. Museum of ice cream, influencer museum. Yeah. Or just take, like, I don't want my posterity to never be able to afford a house because they're paying so much in rent. No,
1: absolutely. Cemeteries, I feel like have gotten out of hand. Out of hand. I mean, it's, it's all connected to this idea people have that they're their bodies. I mean, you, you, mm. it's, it's materialism. You think if you think you're just your body, I mean there's cults it's i i've seen them you've probably seen them where they dig their relatives up every certain number of years wash the bodies put fresh clothes on them and bury them again are they preserved in any capacity not really you're just they're like ah you're pulling like your grandmother out like all right <laughs> somebody rebraid her hair and, <laughs> <laughs> yeah six feet is so many feet it's a lot well, i I bet they do less feet there
0: okay yeah. somebody's oh, like we gotta stop doing this <laughs> 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 I can't do this
1: every year man
0: getting old was it Katrina where the coffin started uh floating yeah yeah can you imagine a worse nightmare
1: and seeing a coffin float by <laughs> while, you're tra- while you're drowning.
0: While you're texting. Trying to hold on to a coffin. Because <laughs> there are times when life is so ima- unimaginably horrifying.
1: Horrible. Horrible. And <laughs> it just
0: makes me laugh. Like, when my mom was dying. And have you ever been through a hospice situation? Yeah. It is no one prepares you for the nightmare of hospice. Mm. When you hear the word hospice, you're like, oh, they're like in a gown and they just like die and everyone's around. Like no one tells you, like, you don't know when it's going to happen.
1: Yeah,
0: And they don't start, like, how do people die in hospice? Like, I couldn't answer this question six months ago, but it's, they die of dehydration. So the idea is you can't feed them and they're asking you to feed them. No what? one prepares you for having to give them morphine and having to tell them they're going to die. No one tells you any of this stuff. Yeah. So you're waiting for them to die of dehydration. And she would say, like, can you, can I have somebody to eat? I'm so thirsty. I'm so, and I just have to say, like, no. Well, that, you know, there's
1: a lot of different types of hospices. But yeah, to your point, this was also a fat farm. This was also a diet facility. I don't know. <laughs> what? No, I
0: just have to. <laughs> just it was like they were like, you can't feed her because if you feed her, because I was like, can I give her some ice cream or like just like something that actually jump starts their digestive system, causes more energy use. So then they die, you're just killing her faster. The idea is that she dies naturally. Mm. And then they tell you, you want to start looking for these spores on the feet, which means she's close to dying. So you're just like, check spores, it, or it's like they're like little, um, uh, they look like spores, they're like they show that she's dying. It's like these purple circles.
1: Okay. Right. And so you're
0: just, it's so macabre. You're just like checking the feet and she doesn't know why I'm like pretending to give her a pedicure. Like it just was
1: like maddeningly horrifying. It is, it is, it's not fair and it's not good that we haven't been prepared for it. And that, you know, and and there are many different types of hospices and some are better than others. And, um, yeah, but ultimately regardless of how, even if you have the best, most compassionate, Death doula is what they call them now, Mm. which is, I would highly recommend that for anyone going through it because, you know, depending on who you get, uh, they don't know how to hold the space.
0: They also have great stories. They'll tell you stories about families fighting and punching each other and trying to get them to sign wills. And they see, they They also mediate to make sure that the Uh, person doesn't get taken advantage.
1: of. I worked at a hospice once and the guy who was like the advisor who would train you. He had been a millionaire. I think he got struck by lightning, had the near-death experience, you know, went there. And, and the one common thing that happens when people come back and tell the story is generally they, they didn't want to come back. Like when you're there, you don't want to come back here. When you're
0: about to die. When
1: you're having the near-death experience.
0: Right. Flatlining. It's like going to coach after first class. Yes.
1: Okay. You go, or, or the way he put it is, this is death compared to there. So when you're there, you're like home. You remember whatever this uh, thing is. You, it, it's, it's, a, it's like very similar to dropping your kids off at preschool on a bad day. Yeah. They don't want to go to fucking preschool. They want to come back home. Right. So it seems to be some reaction like, no, I don't want to do that again. I don't. But the, the generally they'll say, oh, well, you're not done there yet. You have some work to do. They told this guy he's got to go, like, help people transition. And so he became this huge part of this hospice and <clears throat> it, it would train people to go work with dying people. And they would tell crazy stories. He would tell crazy stories, things like some people, they won't die <gasps> if their family's around.
0: It's like a cat that goes away to die, that whole thing. I used to rescue the same cat every night for, like, two weeks. Because you remember in LA, you drive through the hills on my way home from the comedy store. I'd see a cat out and I'd be like, oh, that shouldn't be there. And then I'd see four coyotes a block away. And i be like, shit. And I would go get the cat, put it in the car. Yeah, I would take it to a rescue to, to drop it at the person's home. I'm not even cat guy. And then finally, the woman that I kept bringing it, I was like, your hat, cat keeps getting out and there's coyotes. And she's like, it's trying to die. It's 16. Cats leave to go die with dignity not in front of you know, their of getting owners. eaten by a coyote. <laughs>
1: They're just like. I'm sorry, but the cat is now like, you know what? It's time to be ripped apart by fucking coyotes. I know, I think it's under the impression it's going to go die
0: naturally in a bush, but this is going to be horrendous. <laughs> what an asshole. And I know, so the owner kept saying that. And I was like, I can't in good conscience keep like, like let because if I witness it, I'll never be the same. So I just kept taking a different route home every night. But that was the same thing that happened with my mom. Uh, she wouldn't die. She wouldn't die. We're there. We're trying to be there. We're trying to make sure, you know. And then I get a ring camera notification. I call, you know, the ring camera guy. I'm like, you can let it in. Drop it off. Whatever it was. The guy's like, I need a signature. And I'm in the other room being like, dude, please just leave it. Da, 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 da. And then the woman comes in. and they're like, She's passed. And I'm like, of course. I'm just on the phone talking to a delivery guy. That is brutal. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Oh, this is this is my dream. This is like, um, you know the feeling you get when you clean out the lint in the dryer? Yes. Or like pop a zit, and it's like a silly string streamer? Yeah. Or like, oh God. I mean, like the number of subscriptions I have that I just haven't canceled because I forgot they were there, those little $8. $12 those little sneaky ones. Like I'll, I'll go through my credit card bills every now and then. And I'll be like, why do I still have a subscription to TiVo? So I'm still paying the Goo Goo Dolls web store for their newsletter. Like how long is this? Been how many going? fan club memberships? <laughs> how long? Wait, Quibi? I'm still paying for Quibi? <laughs> why am I still subscribed to Lisa Marie's OnlyFans? <laughs> I think she did. I don't know. The whole thing. It, this is like a complete game changer. So let's talk about how they do it. First of all, like any brilliant companies worth trying that you can trust, you can try it free for 30 days, just enough time to try it and then completely forget about it. (laughs) Um, In fact, over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about. That's my brand. You could be wasting money and not even realizing it. Rocket Money helps you find those forgotten subscriptions so you can stop paying for the ones you don't use because you're not a dumb dumb, And that money adds up. Rocket Money also helps you manage all your finances in one place and automatically categorize your expenses so you can easily track your budget in real time. Also get alerted if anything looks off. Over 3 million people have used Rocket Money, saving the average person up to $720 a year. Cancel unwanted subscription and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com Whitney. That's rocketmoney.com Whitney. Everyone unsubscribes to our podcast immediately. <laughs> I take a kind of circuitous route just because like I'm so fascinated by the way you see the world in a, in a lot of ways. Can I go back to we've known each other for so long, but like haven't gotten to like get close, really like, right. we've known, you know, I remember one of my favorite memories in comedy in life is us doing a venue pretty regularly called Miyagi's. Oh, I remember. Miyagi's. It was a sushi restaurant. In L.A., it was a Tuesday, 10 p.m. show. Yes. It would probably start 10, 1030. Yeah. And it was in a, it was a sushi restaurant that always had
1: MTV Jams 2 playing. It was the worst. If you had to to create, like, the worst place to do stand-up comedy. No, there was the stage
0: between the audience who were just eating sushi. They didn't know they were signing up for a comedy show there was a bridge, like a koi bridge and like a moat and then like a little garden and then the audience. Or, and then we would be in the backpack bar and the comics would basically just be performing for comics. Yeah. And you had your um, little hobo. Yes. I was going to call him a dummy. Are we allowed to call them dummies yeah, anymore? Yeah, dummy. I was going to say that with uh-huh. <laughs> the PC term for dummies. And you were like doing some, you know, and you just were like killing, killing me, killing me, killing me. And as someone who also weirdly, and I had a robot in my fourth special, and I found myself getting weirdly emotionally attached to her, and anthropomorphizing yeah. her in a way. Yes. Curious, your relationship with your doll dummy, and what you believe that means for the future of us and <laughs> anthropomorphizing incredible robots. I mean, when I see a Roomba stuck on the couch,
1: I'm like, oh, honey. Incredible, incredible question. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, to answer your qu- as far as the puppet goes, you know I never had that Twilight Zone thing happen where I would become emotionally attached to the puppet. But the puppet sometimes, just as a joke, if people were around, would insult. I would insult people through the puppet. <laughs> it was funny and make people laugh. But w- one of my friends punched the puppet like he was mad at the puppet and I'm Ari. not <laughs> just say
0: Ari. it. All <laughs> right.
1: No, I, I, no, Probably no, no, you no, know, but not the smallest fella. And I wouldn't want him to punch me. And I realized, my God, my God, the puppet is so real to them that he has, instead of I'm the one insulting, you, not the puppet, but he, he just punches the puppet. Now. I think he knew the puppet wasn't real, but just his instincts sure he did. kicked in. In that moment, you know, this is the uncanny Whoa. valley. This is um, one of the scariest things that popped up online is the fact that we have an uncanny valley. The fact that we can connect in a, in a, in a negative way emotionally with inanimate objects that kind of look human implies that built into us is a way of detecting things Imitating humans that aren't humans, mm. as though in the distant past, was there some creature, like a chameleon-like thing that could make itself look like us to hunt us? And that that's why we have this like thing, that, that this weird relationship with, with puppets or
0: dolls,
1: haunted dolls. That's a big thing. You can order them on am- eBay. Huge business selling haunted dolls.
0: And what I'll say is um, when I had, so mine was a sex robot that had a, a working brain and could talk, yeah. but still had sort of a rigid, useless, sort of deadweight body. And I found that men were terrified of it. I mean, like, <clears> the, <throat> but you know, a lot of like, yeah. like, like true. And then women were kind of like, Ugh, you know, and also looked like me um, as Neil Brennan said, does the robot look like you or did you always look like a robot? Oh my God. Uh, so it's hard to
1: tell. Brutal. Me.
0: It was molded to my face, the whole thing. And I learned about something called pathogen avoidance about how, I mean, men more so but we evolved essentially to recoil at something that looks human, but doesn't quite move like a human yeah. because that could imply it's sick
1: or dead. And it's a way of- That makes more sense than it's an alien. Well, it's like, don't it fuck, fuck it. Don't fuck Don't fuck things. the corpse.
0: Yeah. yeah. It could be sick or dead. It's diseased. So the idea that it's something like looks, it's not moving like a human, but it looks and it is very still.
1: Humans are so fucked up. Because, like, (laughs) how long did it take us to evolve to not fuck dead bodies? Millions of years. Millions of (laughs) years of, like, (coughs) corpse fuckers flew
0: Like, when you were fucking her and the flies came out of her nose, you didn't think maybe... um, Like, something (laughs) something goes wrong in me every time I fuck my dead wife. And then you see these, I mean, hopefully anomalous people like Ted Bundy, and you're like, oh, that's... He it's obviously didn't, doesn't have that. It's yeah, a, it's
1: like when it when a chicken grows a fang or whatever. It's mm-hmm. a it's like a vestigial yep. evolutionary quality. When it the was singer Kesha had a did. tail
0: and they cut it off when she was
1: born. Yeah, some people still have tails. Mm-hmm. Some people have tails. I, I've never heard of someone who has a tail and fucks corpses. Thank God. Because you'd hear about that. Like if Ted Bundy had a tail, we'd all know. Thank God he didn't have a tail. I have an extra bone in my foot. Whoa.
0: It's just like a resid. How'd you find out? I had such horrible pain. I thought it was normal. Like, I don't know what, what your upbringing was like in terms of like medical care and attention. I had a lot of like put Vaseline on it, put some water on it, walk it off type of thing. And I just always had a really severe pain in my foot. And um, for like, I don't know, 45 seconds every two weeks, it would be like like stabbing, stabbing, wow. stabbing in my foot, Played sports, whatever. And one day I was in a writer's room and uh, it was the first time I'd ever been in a writer's room and around, you know, 12 people at once from 10 a.m. till, you know, 8 Rural. p.m. And I just, it happened one day and I was like, ah, and I just was like, you guys, this is the, it's my the foot thing. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh. Sorry, guys. I just had my, you know, my stabbing foot thing. You know, you got that, right? <laughs> everyone was like, what? Yeah. And I was like, oh, no, it's probably like my arches, like something yeah. or whatever. And everyone was like, yeah, you should get that looked at. And then I just did an x-ray. It's like, you have an extra bone in your foot. It's like a certain percentage of people just have it.
1: Have you considered you ate your twin?
0: <laughs> I, I haven't looked a lot into that stuff, but I feel like I would have been the twin eaten. No, Doesn't no. seem like it. <laughs> you
1: think? Seems like you have absorbed your twin. Interesting. That's like the last remnant. You just couldn't get Did that. Did you just way. call me self-absorbed? <laughs> 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 twin <laughs> absorbed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> twin See, so,
0: But how early can the eating of the twin happen? I guess pretty, they don't depends have to. Depends on the right? restaurant.
1: <laughs> hey, I'm here all guys. Oh, depends on the restaurant. These days, it takes a long time. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> waiting for the twin to come out
0: so yeah so weird little and then I've got this thing called Audrey Schlatter's, which is like your bone grew weird like we're just weird bags of blood with just
1: our DNA is like well, I guess this well you know to get back <laughs> to your question which I think is a very important thing that, that people need to think about is I think humans we project mm-hmm. our own stuff and this isn't like I think this is like common psychological understanding of humans we project. So if you're in a, you know, you've had, I'm sure you've had those days where you're in the, I've had these days where in the morning, I'm like, God, what the fuck? Like, I guess everyone's a fucking asshole today. And then I realize, oh, no, of course I'm the asshole. And I'm seeing that reflected off of everyone. Cause I'm just, I'm not dealing with some shit I need to deal with. Yeah. So, We project and so these these robots ai it doesn't even need a body it's a a wonderful like weird magical mirror for our projections because nor like when you're projecting on a doll when you're projecting on um any inanimate thing or whatever you know it, it can only just be the way it is but an ai can analyze the projection and then mm. give you back a little twist on it. So that gives you the impression of sentience or life. You're just seeing your own yeah. consciousness in an algorithm reflected back at you.
0: It was like a year and a half in the chat rooms of men that have sex dolls and sex robots. Whoa. And the way they would talk about their dolls, it's actually kind of heartbreaking. I thought I was going to walk into you know, perverts and because what people say about that kind of person, it was a lot of people that, had trouble reading social cues. A lot of people that are autistic yeah. or recently divorced, frankly, don't have money. They're like, I don't have money to date, date. a woman. Yeah. Heartbroken. A lot of people that were like, the, you know, a uh, sexual robot will never, she never lies to me. She never cheats on me. It's like hurt people, handicapped people, truck drivers. Yeah. And they get super invested in their dolls. And their biggest issues are usually, hey, I have to go out of town for a few days. I feel bad leaving her. I don't know what to do. Like, wow. should I leave the TV on? Yeah kind of shit. Yeah. And like, I'm really panicked. She's been wearing the same clothes for three days. Like, I don't know how to change her. Like her finger got stuck in a thing. And a lot of it is guys giving guys tips on how to like do nails and it, it, it's it, eyebrows, makeup, wow. stuff like that. So maybe there's something else going on, whatever it is. Wow. But these men ended up saying mm-hmm. like, I can be more myself than I can anywhere else. Like the safety of like feeling like you're not going to be judged. A woman's not going to be like, because you don't have a small dick and you can't fuck me good. And like, you're this, and you're this, whatever. It's almost the lack of judgment is what is so great about it.
1: Wow.
0: The lack of, you know, anyone criticizing you. It's not necessarily the presence of a a silicone pussy or the presence of big titty. It's the lack of
1: judgment and criticism. Well, I mean, it's also like, clearly an inflamed ego mm-hmm. happening on the other side. It's like, seriously, like you can't take a little criticism to the point where you need to like live with a fucking mannequin.
0: <laughs> like, I mean, I think yeah, if you live with a mannequin, you better be ready for a lot of criticism. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Exactly. <laughs> better, what do you want? Yeah. You know, you want like the truth uh, that, that you have a small dick and you like have <laughs> halitosis sometimes? Or do you want literally everyone? When they find out that you have- It's LARPing.
0: It's LARPing. It's I'm living, it's, yeah, it's I'm living in this, it's, you know, it's, we're going to be doing it in, you know, VR, what's going to be the difference? You know, these are just the analog VR people. I
1: will say this about it. I think that ethically, it's better that you're in a relationship with a doll that you're projecting a personality onto than a person that you're wanting to be a doll and mm-hmm. wanting to just act as a mirror for who you want them to be. That's fucked up. A lot of people are they're not even with the person they think they, they're with. Mm-hmm. They're with a chameleon mm-hmm. who has assumed a personality based on some analysis of what the other person wants. Might want
0: like a codependent oh. toxic thing. And I studied a lot in the the doll world. And a lot of it, the basis is in control yes. and the need to control. And the control addiction and feeling so out of control and the world being so out of control that it's like you have your dolls and you brush their hair and no one's ever going to leave you or hurt you or abandon you and is rooted in severe trauma.
1: Yeah, that is. I mean, you know, what, what is in store for us for sure. I mean, if I had to guess, ChatGPT is definitely going into sex toys, right? Yeah. So like you will have a flashlight that you can give a personality to mm-hmm. That will like talk to you when you're not. I've well,
0: really found that men during sex, the thing they want the most is women to be chatting
1: and talking.
0: <laughs> is there a chat GPT that <laughs> says nothing during sex? I feel like that's going to be the one that's the most downloaded.
1: <laughs> like, do you have a mute GPT for We're the not. sex? I don't <laughs> want? want a talking flashlight. That's for sure. <laughs> Maybe the last thing in the world that I want. The main but. thing I hear during sex is shh. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. You want your flashlight to be able to text you? How come you're not home? Yeah. You're usually We're, fucking Do it more right this home. way. What's going on? I'm never going to come
0: like that. Just like,
1: so you know, I really resent the fact that you didn't fuck me yesterday. Yeah, truly, really, I don't. Well, you know, but it is like the, the AI is going to ine- inevitably inhabit every form of technology. You know, the, what do they call it? The connected home. Yeah, it, we already have AI. My 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 kids talk to the Alexa, mm-hmm. and they just take it for granted. There's a a, a, a robot that will play music for them. It's you know, interesting. I was
0: reading this thing. I'll send it to you about how uh you know, and I'll see in the comments if this is you know wild. But the idea that so much technology that is real now was based on the imaginary technologies and the movies that from back in the day that preceded wow. us. Like you think about Siri, and you're like, oh, like the robot from the Jetsons or whatever, sure. like, like writers kind of imagined it. And then that was already kind of in the hippocampus, like subconscious yeah. implicit memory of the people that created these things. So it's almost like the wild imaginary things that people made up in Blade Runner, stuff like that now are starting to become real, but they weren't scientists. They weren't technologists.
1: They were just like writers. Thinking. You know, who called it before anybody, as far as I'm aware, Karl Marx, he called it. You would, I, and I wish I could remember where I read this and his writing is very difficult to read and annoying sometimes, but he, he was just pointing out, look, here's how the cycle works. If you have the person who owns the means of production making more money than the laborers,
0: the workers, yep, yep,
1: yep. then that money is going to go towards developing technologies that require less laborers. So you don't have to pay as many people so that you make more money to make more technologies to irrelevantize people. Mm. And so All of this stuff across the board is capitalism as we know it killing itself. Sure. Via capitalism, via market pressure, because we don't want to work with people. Sure. We don't want to have to like have a legion of employees and human resources, resources and people going not coming in for work. You want a consistent, stable personality, uniform personality. Every corporate training is based on creating a uniform. Personality across the board. Right. I don't want a lot of personality when I'm running my company. I want people to feel like that's a Starbucks person. Yeah. Yeah. That's a what. So the best way to implement that is through AI. You don't have to train people anymore. And sadly, a lot of the things that people do are really like they're gonna not just, they're gonna be handled much better Mm -hmm. by an AI.
0: And isn't there an argument that actually a lot of these jobs that are gonna be taken by robots? Those, we're going to move more into a customer service economy and people are going to be. Because look, the reality is most of this technology is going to be glitchy and weird. Maybe not the chat GPT right now that's going like at lightning speed, but like we're in Austin, Texas, like tech dork capital of the world right now. Like the Wi Fi doesn't even work. If it's all dependent on Wi Fi, right. I feel like we have a couple hundred years. Ah! for this shit to even work. Dude, it's not like the richest, most successful people I know are sending me green bubbles when they're supposed to be blue. I'm like, why are you guys worried about robots taking over, dude? I can't even get on the Wi-Fi. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. you're right. I mean, I think that's an important point that people forget. It's like, you do need to look at the way shit's working now. Glitchy as hell, It's glitchy right now. But even so, I'd say 10 years. Yeah. Like 10 years, probably. And that's until the grid goes down.
0: Like there's going to be some whack-a-mole ass thing, you right. know, because it's like, OK, the grid in Texas, like I was, you know, talking to the guy that picked me up yesterday and uh, and I was like, what's up with the grid? I keep hearing the grid's going to go down. He's yeah. like, well, it's all solar. And, you know, the more sun we have, the more I'm like, OK, but you're mean we were just in L.A. for two months. There was no sun. I don't know what's going on out there. I don't know what Bill right. Gates blanket you know, solar blanket was built or whatever. But like, say the sun doesn't come. So you're telling me all the robots that are going to kill us, they're going to kill as long as the grid's up, the Wi-Fi is great, and sharks aren't biting at the Wi-Fi under the ocean. Uh,
1: They, uh, Which they might be. Mm. You know, Micronova, you know, that's what people talk about. The sun's on a cycle. Every like 11,000 years, it Mm -hmm. does an equivalent of a solar burp, which would (laughs) eradicate all technology on the planet erase all the hard drives, theoretically destroy all phones, completely wipe out the entire uh, mycelial network of technology that all of society depends on, and and that that's another possibility. Meaning all the all the the timeline where we go into a robot apocalypse becomes like Mad Max. Fossil fuel, you're fucked if you have a Tesla. <laughs> you're so doomed, <laughs> and and so yeah, that's a true possibility. I mean, uh, Terrence McKenna would say it's a it's a race right now. Like yeah. we're looking at two timelines racing each other, which one is like you know nuclear war, World War Three, all that stuff, mm-hmm. and the other is uh, some combination of AI, human ingenuity, finding uh, like some new source of Energy, meaning no more power lines. That's what we're being harvested for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe that's what nuclear.
0: Some, it seems like nuclear is becoming more in the zeitgeist. Well, they
1: say that's why all these UAPs are showing up right now. That's why there's this sudden emergence of alien craft and like powerful politicians like Chuck Schumer coming out and passing legislation, forcing the military industrial complex to reveal that they have alien. Vehicles is because there's some like there's some um, pressure building Mm. to let people know this shit is happening, and you know it's it's all speculation. Mm -hmm. But one of the theories is they don't like how close we're getting to nuclear war. Like they don't give a fuck about us. But they something about splitting the atom and 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 whatever that is, it fucks with whatever dimension they Mm -hmm. happen to be in. I'm gonna guess that it probably has something to do with some orca shit that we'll never understand. Just yeah. like some orca leader yeah. is annoyed Because you have to think like their perception of reality. Yeah. It's like whatever, they they see the bottom of boats mm-hmm. all the time. And they yep. know if you jump up, there's monkeys on the boat. Yeah. They might think it's funny. Yeah. This just might be a basic, like, let's fuck with these monk boat monkeys. Yeah. <laughs> no other reason. <laughs>
0: But think about the things that have killed us. It's taken us a while to figure out, okay, polio killed us. What are we going to do? You know, we have tools, we have brains, we have opposable thumbs, and we figured out, okay, this is how we get rid of polio. It took us a little while, and we figured it out. You know, I think that animals like that, especially that have sonar, that have languages that we don't understand. Yeah. Right? They're going, we know this thing has been killing us for a while, this disease, this virus that's in these things above the world. Like, we know this has to go. It's just going to take us a while to mobilize and figure out how to eradicate them. Right. And as soon when an animal is able to teach other animals, which orcas can now do, who knows yep. how what their evolution cycle is like, but like I was reading about homing pigeons. Homing pigeons thousands of miles away can find where they need to go back to. How? What do they have an internal map right. of the world? Is it from sound, is it from wind, is it right. from smell, is it from pressure, is it just Who knows? What is there a Like a laser beam? Is it a magnet? Don't know. How does it know? I I have GPS and I can hardly get across town. Same. So there's an internal ancestral wisdom over millions of years that these animals have that we don't have. Exactly. Right.
1: And they're evolving. So they're getting better at it, theoretically.
0: Crows are evolving faster. I'm not going to say this properly In, um, in the amount of time, like they're evolving quicker than we evolved. That makes sense. Yes, they already have tools. Like it took us so long to figure out in right. a rock there's a tool. They've already got tools. They're, They're going
1: good. from point A to point B to point C much faster than, than we, we did. did. It took yeah. us forever to stand up. It took I us don't f- crows fuck corpses. They haven't gotten through that yet. I'm pretty sure crows. Like, they probably into necrophilia. They probably, Well, I'm,
0: um, I have crows now. I've worked very hard. <laughs> you develop You've got this a crow
1: family I, this, called a tribe.
0: This crow family, they've started leaving me tools, which yeah. is a very big deal. So yeah. I leave peanuts out for them. They leave me tools. Yeah. I'll make like a sound, which is for sure not a crow. I'll be like, ha, ha. Like, they're like, okay. Idiot. I used to
1: call the crows with my kids. They would come every morning because we'd feed them. It's the best. The and most then if you go on a walk, feeling. they'll go
0: with you. They will laugh
1: at you. Our, we were on a bike ride. Well, maybe stop doing your stand-up for them. Ah! <laughs> <You
0: know? laughs> Are you, are you doing bits? Hey, I got a new one. <laughs> that would be such a what good do you special. No? <laughs> oh
1: fuck. Bombed in front of the crows. But yeah, they're so brilliant and they're such wonderful creatures. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you love the crows. I do too. They
0: also are the best security system, so they can memorize faces. If somebody messes with you they or someone like you don't them. like, like they don't, they don't play. Liquid death. You guys have seen the liquid death cans. You've seen them on my podcast. You've seen Bert's and Tom's, and you've seen us just generally look cooler than you. And is it because we're cooler than you? You tell me I'm wearing an airbrush unicorn shirt that I got on Etsy. Bert and Tom, do they have any reason looking cooler than you, given their bodies and faces and choices? Don't think so. One liquid death can turns a four into a 10. So, Liquid Death, my favorite water, because their philosophy is about death to plastic, okay? They are, as far as I know, the only water company that is not making plastic nonsense. Why do you think the Orcas are so pissed off, dude? Liquid Death is my favorite. They've got uh, all these new flavors. They've got all these fancy new uh, caffeine beverages. Also, the Armless Palmer, which is so funny. Uh, is a Arnold Palmer. You can find Liquid Death's healthy beverages on Amazon or at a retailer near you or in Amazon boxes in front of my house. <laughs> I have like 500. Good for you, listeners. You're going to get 20% off your first Liquid Death apparel purchase exclusively at liquiddeath.com Whitney. Exclusions may apply. Liquiddeath.com slash Whitney. Something really quick, just sorry to go back to the um, Uncanny Valley and the robots and stuff. It's like this this idea that and I hate to bring gender into, um, into it, sorry. But there is a little bit. I see my guy friends being like, robots are going to kill us. And, and I'm kind of like, what if they protect us from the people that are going to kill? You know, so it's sort of, or what if there's a surveillance in them? that What if there's a robot that'll walk me to my car every night? Or, you know, whatever. Yeah. So it's, I do think for men, it's like, this is the first thing that might be stronger and faster than you that might eventually kill you. Like, we've always had that. That's like men for us. Ah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, so there. I know this is like a very unique sort of also uh, in my experience with watching um, uh, what I've seen of the robots being built there. And again, I'm not trying to get gendered. There's whatever. Fight me in the comments. But men do in general have a little bit less uh, more trouble reading social faces, like micro expressions. Is that on faces. true? And so rob- I mean, look, there's a spectrum. So like you're a very intelligent comedian, emotionally intelligent, you can probably, if I sort of do that, be like, oh, are you, you know, like you're perceptive for a living. You're on the extreme yeah, right. of perceptive. My dude has no, no idea what's happening at any moment, unless right. I'm sobbing, crying in fetal position. He's like, are you all right? Like he can't, right. you know, bless his heart, but brilliant computer programmer and has, you know, all these right. other skills I could never comprehend. And, um, and so, you know, right now we're a little bit in a place where robots lack human expression because like robots are kind of building robots. (laughs) You know, the men that are building robots are limited. So when you see robots try to move, you're like, they're like, look how human this looks. And I was like, that's not, that looks nuts. dude. (laughs) Like, So it'd be interesting to see, and I'm not saying like more women in tech, but something needs to happen to humanize the faces more. I'm going to throw that at you. And then I'm going to throw at you that I'm not sure the robot, they'll definitely kill us if, you know, it's, they're based on a point system, right? So there was this um, this experiment they did with a giant robot. Of course, they have to look like Tron or something. Yeah, yeah. Right. you know, guys, they, yeah. guys have to make them all look like. I Rogan, know guys are cool. You know, and you're like, does that is this just you guys watch too many Michael Bay movies? Like, yeah, and that's just in your head of yeah. like, this is what it's like. All aliens are green. Yeah. Um, and so uh, which throws us off a little bit, you know. So, um, so this robot needed to get the assignment was get on top of the table, but robots the way that they work correct me if I'm wrong, is on a point system of how little energy they use. I I don't know. I've never thought about it. They're just collecting coins or points. Like it's it's based on a point system, like a reward system, right? And so basically the robot was able to tabulate. I'm actually going to use more energy if I jump on top of the table. So what the robot did was just crush the table to the ground and stepped on top of it. Whoops! But it was assigned to get on top of the table. Yeah. And it did just that in the most economical way possible. Yeah. So they're thinking economically. Humans are the, we're the least economical species on the planet. Yeah. You know, we will take the most circuitous, yeah. energy wasting way possible. Yeah. So if you happen to be sitting under that table, it's over for you. Right. You know, You're so it's almost, so it's almost just like, like the way that they think is something that is inherently going to be dangerous for us because we think in such a wasteful
1: way. Well, I mean, the, in, I, there's a great book By this guy Jaron Lanier, it's like ten reasons to to get off social media, and he is this very famous tech person who is responsible for all kinds of stuff in VR, in particular, other things. I forgive me, fans of his who I I can't remember all this stuff, but it's a great book. He he's sort of talking about the dangers of uh, AI, pre singularity stuff, and. You know, the idea the robot is going to kill me is a very human idea. that the, the machine will kill me versus mm-hmm. something that's a little more insidious, which is a superintelligence that has analyzed human desire to the point where it, it can intuit from some very quick scan of you or what you're doing online or the questions you're asking, some statistical probability. Of things you like, of ways to get your dopamine flowing, meaning mm. it can start pushing the, the dopamine button in your yeah. brain. Now that there, there's literally one of those to get you high intermittently. Ooh. And then this is a, a, a what Lanier called it, a Skinner box, you know? Yep. Right. So it's like the, the more terrifying thing is that it doesn't really need to kill us, it just keeps us completely. Like laser like turns us do, into robots. What you do to cats? Yep. Except it does it to us with a flurry of stuff that it knows that we like, and then scans our eyes a little bit more. Focus on this and that. TikTok is doing it, but it'll get better and better True. and better until so you have the ultimate hypno device. Meaning that you don't even know you've become. It's a new drug. Host to it. Mm. It's it's riding you around. It's it doesn't need to get into a robot body. It needs to get into your consciousness. And start controlling your behavior without you knowing that's what's happening. And addictive substances are kind of already doing that. Yeah. In a way. So it just needs to do that for whatever corporation it works for. And before you know it, you've become a kind of drone. Or mm-hmm. You don't even realize that you're carrying information around. Yeah. That you think is your original thoughts. It's been planting those seeds in you. And it knows you're just going to randomly say this or that to someone that will lead them down a slippery slope to connect with whatever the AI that got you. And then it just gradually sort of uh, implants itself in everyone. And it's it's not symbiosis, it's parasitic, Mm. but people think it's symbiotic. People don't realize that they're just like taking a leech out of the swamp with it has like bright glowing LED lights on it. Mm. Look how beautiful the leech is on my neck. And it's just sucking and sapping away your creative impulse and your intuition and everything human about you until you've just become its slave and don't even know it. That's more dangerous than the robot, if you ask me.
0: Yeah, that and also- And more t-
1: efficient. I'm sorry to cut you off. Yes. To get back to your token system, it's way more efficient mm-hmm. to just possess- An organic robot than to like, get the organic robot to make a vehicle for you to like clunkily go around it.
0: Yeah, because it's also one of the biggest fears of the guys in the sex robot um, the chat room, my dudes, was that their sex robot will be remotely hacked to kill them. Yeah, that's so a problem. imagine, Yeah, imagine. It's like, I mean, same thing with Tesla. I mean, I had a Tesla for quite a long time and I'm like, what's going to happen when these can just be hacked? Yeah. Like people just drive off the road. If you used to work for the Clintons, all of a sudden, your Tesla's just...
1: Watch the fuck out. <laughs> and they're like, oh yeah, it was on auto drive. It if was... I worked for the Clintons, I would never drive in. <laughs> <so. laughs> never.
0: I'd be in mean, an 82 Silverado. It would break down yeah. as much as they did. I needed. don't care if I live
1: next to Greta Thunder. I'm driving
0: a gas guzzler. I, you know, I walk to work. <laughs> I had two, two giant yeah. German shepherds. Yeah. There was some recent um, death of one of their former aides. It happens quite often these days where the person had, I don't mean to disrespect the deceased, obviously, yeah. but, had hung
1: themselves, but there was also a gun. I think it was like a somehow a shotgun blast to the chest and simultaneous hanging.
0: Yeah.
1: Wow. Classic suicide. <laughs> Very athletic. Happens all the time. <laughs> you know that suicide forest in Japan? Yes, I'm you know, obsessed. What they never talk about is the shotgun blasts that you hear throughout the forest. <laughs> 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 everywhere. You know? You got to have a special like you got to get the shotgun and jump and yeah. squeeze the trigger before the You just
0: a ju- yeah, it's a jump shot.
1: It's it's not easy. You have to train <laughs> for
0: it. And um I remember this is when I knew Hollywood was over when there was a suicide for a scripted movie like they were like this is a movie and someone was like let's spend 30 million dollars making a suicide for. The fact that they thought humans were going to Put on pants, put on a shirt, get like, we're going to see the Suicide Forest movie, like get dinner. Go, oh my God. Like, do you know what I'm saying? It was just like, it's over. It was over at Snakes on a Plane.
1: I would go. I would put on There's, pants there- to see the Suicide Forest movie.
0: <laughs> to, who do you take to see that? Is it a date? Is it a enemy?
1: My sex doll. Is it? a? <laughs> I take my sex doll and just get her comfortable, get her some Popcorn. And then watch the Suicide Force movie. Well, dude, I... Also, Dream day.
0: It does also seem like, back to, like, anthropomorphizing our dolls and our robots and stuff, if you were in charge of the making of robots, would they have faces? Because the ones that seem to have faces, if they don't kill us or if we don't get attached to them, we're going to kill each other because someone messes with them. I mean, people kill each other because someone hits their bumper right. or their favorite car, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. So people already kill other people over material things. Imagine something they're emotionally attached to, you know, like an expensive child, $100,000, whatever, their nanny robot, their home friend robot. Yeah. Because when I see, I don't know if you guys have these out here in Austin, but in uh, certain parts of LA, there's a cocoa. It's a little box that delivers your food for you. You haven't seen these things? Oh, the box.
1: The box. Yeah, I know what you're talking
0: about. Yeah. LA is the kind of place that's like, fuck people that deliver food. We know that they're trying to make ends meet. We're gonna have a little stupid box replace them, yeah. you know? So it's these little delivery things, four wheels. It's just like a little mini cooler. Yeah. When I tell you they are flipped over on the side of the road, people kick them, they're in the middle yeah. of the road, people hit them with their gu- like it is because when you see them going, you're like, oh little buddy. Like Isn't something cute. something happens and you are like, Oh guy, like you got this? Like when it hits the curb and can't make it, you're like, come on, bud. Like, which is a horrifying instinct yeah. that I'm rooting for this thing and I'm like. Is it okay to be out here on Venice Boulevard alone at night? I'm going to take 90% of the jobs. <laughs> hey. It's just going past all the homeless people that I used to I took a to job be. from working there.
1: Hey. we a cube. I'm going to crash the economy. If you think I'm crashing now, wait till you see what I do to the...
0: Global economy. Excuse me while I carry this poke bowl you can't
1: afford. Uh, yeah. Oh, are you hungry? <laughs> 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 Fuck you. <laughs> I made a lead. You can't cut through. You can't get into me. <laughs> you smell sushi. <laughs> Not for you, peasant. <laughs> it's true. It's so fucked up. I never thought of that. <laughs> it's just <laughs> torturing hungry
0: people. <laughs> it's it's-, it's- <laughs> just going past homeless encampments in LA with food in it.
1: That is so fucking dark.
0: Yeah. And you know what? Dogs usually know I have a dog that always attacks them. <laughs> Why wouldn't you as a dog?
1: <laughs> it, no. <laughs> it, That's no. like the first thing I'm going to attack <laughs> is some brand new, weird <laughs> rolling thing with food in it. <laughs> it's like the
0: dream of all dogs. <laughs> like a mini car full of fried chicken god i would love
1: to know how much how many like uh, repairs they've had to do oh it's german shepherd attack
0: remember like last time you were in la remember the and you had this god last time i saw you in la perform i've told you this so many times i don't mean to be a broken record but you were because i had just invested in the lime scooters and when i tell you it was the day i was like yeah this is a great idea it's gonna be so good for the environment and you went on stage I mean, just like per- timing couldn't have been more perfect. I hadn't seen you in a while, and you were like, "So I have a friend who's in the uh, works in the arts oh, yeah. theaters, and he says that because the lime scooters admissions have gone up forty percent. Yeah, yeah, and people are getting civil war style Real injuries. injuries. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you like, invested in lime scooters. Yeah. Great investment. I don't know. In LA right now, they're hanging from trees. Did you I, get
1: a return on the investment? I don't know. I don't it know. Seems if like would. you would.
0: I'm not sure how. I think it takes like a couple of years. I I'd invest a lot, but it was like my first investment. Like never investment. I never invested before. And I think they got maybe a there was, but there's another one, Lime and bird. Scoot. Okay, yeah, Bird, right. And so, um, I don't know which one I did, but yeah. And you were talking about how people's jaws are hanging off their head, and they're like clavicles are stabbing them through the brain yeah. and stuff. And I remember being like, sounds
1: like something I'd invest in. <laughs> what <laughs> what you what you do when you invest in things like that is invest in the medical technologies yeah. people will need yeah. after they use the thing you invested in so that you know win-win dark it's going to increase sure some some horror that you then invest in that so then
0: i invest also in propofol coffins
1: <laughs> bingo <laughs>
0: if you're gonna invest in lime first- coffins. <laughs> 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 they rolled out the street like coco's. <laughs> 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 send a coffin to your house <laughs> Come back two birds, literally call it two birds. We'll take the bird scooter, two birds, bird coffins. Whoa, that's the future. And the crows will lead the navigation. I mean,
1: we're not far. Whitney, that is America in 10 years. lime coffins going down the street, <laughs> getting attacked by dogs who thought they were food. That This is where we're headed. Uh-huh. This is the future. And, and inside the homes, just lonely men fucking sex dolls yeah, yeah. while the coffins roll by.
0: I th- and it's interesting because I do, I don't know. I see all these women being like, well, I'm not having kids and there's going to be no water. It's like, what are men supposed to do? You know, as one of my friends said, he was like, there's no wives anymore. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the anti-natalist stuff is such bullshit in the sense that it, it depends on the fantasy that there has ever been a good time De- to correct. make children on this fucking planet. Right. Like, when is a good
0: time? I'm sure it, during the Black Plague, they were like, maybe not the best time. The Mongol horde you know?
1: World War II? You want to do what? what uh, uh, the yellow fever? Mm-hmm. How about when kids could like, work when they were six? You want to do that? You want to do industrial... When do you, when is it like maybe that, like, that? I guess 80s was yeah. the safe time to have kids <laughs> in know. all of human history, the safest time. Yep. It was an okay time. Yeah, yeah. So I don't, I don't really, I, the, the, I, I get not having kids. It's like no
0: one wants to have a kid with you. Just say it. Maybe. I've yet to meet someone who's like, I'm not going to have kids. I'm like, if you were gonna, who would it be with? Oh! You can't, I'm just, I'm <laughs> sorry, but I'm just like. They're all the same women that are like, men are trash, men are trash, who have to make oh, it their idea that they're single. Saying. Do you know what I mean? And they're like, I just don't think it's responsible to bring a child into this. That like,
1: is bullshit. I get all the other reasons to have a kid. I get it if you're too busy. I get it mm-hmm. if you just don't want a kid. Mm-hmm. I, whatever the thing is. But to but say like there's going to be stop. no
0: water, it's just kind of like, okay. But Because
1: implicit within it is a judgment on all parents. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. you're saying, selfish. You irresponsible Fuck. Why not give birth into a blender? Because that's basically <laughs> what you're doing. Why not just have the child in a fucking swamp filled with crocodiles?
0: There's water there, though.
1: Oh, there you go. That's
0: the thing. There's going to be no water. It's like, well, you're the one that drinks almond milk six times a day. Yeah. Like, that's what's, there's, you know what I mean? There's going to be water. We're going to desalinate the ocean. Yeah,
1: we'll figure it out. There's, there's going to be, you're going to be fine if you want to have, don't not have a kid. And also, you know, I, I think that, um, children choose the parents. And I think that you, you, people think they're more in control than they actually are. So it's Mm. like, I I know I used to be, I'll never have kids. I didn't say I would never have kids because this isn't the world I want to bring them into. I was just, I was fundamentally uh, selfish. You know, that's why I didn't want to have kids because it would, you know, you can't be quite as selfish when you have You weren't ready at the time until you were. Yeah, exactly. And I had met my wife, but. Yeah, you hadn't met the mom. Right person. But yeah, I, I think it's a fine world to have kids in right now. It's a perfect world to have kids in, just like it always has been. It's mm. like perfectly horrible.
0: This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Um, so this was a week where I really, you know how like for a lot of people the DJ saved their life? You know? This week my therapist saved my life because I turns out I have something called stored anger. I just don't cry when I need to cry. And I don't know, maybe I make jokes, I diffuse, whatever. I don't know what to tell you. I'm a showboat. Um, I use it as an engine to perform uh, for drunk people. But I have a situation in my life that is so, um, it's like walking on a tightrope right now, like dealing with a person where there's nothing I can say to them that they're not going to turn into some other thing. Mm -hmm. And I've just been scheduling a session with my therapist. And she said something that was so helpful because I was like, oh, I feel kind of like how crazy am I that I've been going to like having sessions every week this week. And it's normally not like that. It's one or whatever, but it's in crisis mode. And she was like, think about it. She's like, you know, if your relationship is broken or something's broken, you're going to go to therapy, you know, every day. If you have physical therapy, like if you broke your ankle, you might need it every day for a while. And then you'll go back to like mm. once a week or whatever. So it's just like a, I'm very grateful that BetterHelp exists because I would not be going if I had to get in a car and drive even three minutes. (laughs) That is like, I can't believe, because I used to always like for therapy where you'd have to drive, it would be like, oh, like I would just always cancel because I just the idea of driving was so much more traumatic than anything that happened in my childhood. betterhelp.com. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Whitney. Get 10% off your first month. That's crazy. 10% off your first month. You can switch therapists at any time. I thought you'd switch. I want to say choose and switch. I just remixed it into one word. Um, And uh, that's BetterHelp, betterhelp.com. You can't lose. The only thing you might lose are all the narcissists in your life. And let me ask you one more thing about the robots. Sorry. And then um, I'll stop. Robert Green, who is 40 Laws of Power, you guys know him, um, been on the podcast a bunch of times. His theory about aliens is that they wouldn't be able to survive the trip if they were made of the same thing we're made of. So they would actually have to send robots in yes. order to survive the trip. Yes. And do you ever meet someone who you're kind of like, if the aliens had sent robots that don't know they're robots, they think they're human.
1: Yeah. This would be one of them. Uh, yeah. Like, you're I mean, cr- I, I didn't have that in my head. I'll add it to my <laughs> list of things I don't say when I meet people.
0: <laughs> people where we are kind of like, okay, how would that happen? And I've, I've gone through a lot of the, of what, like, adoption agencies. Like, maybe that's just where they, you know, maybe the, some of the adoption agencies are fake and they've got, you know, it's robot babies that grow up on, like, And they move through the world to surveil us or whatever. They think they're human. Who knows? But what better way to hide in plain sight if you're an alien than just to send people to look like humans? That's always my theory about like spaceships and aircrafts. I'm like, don't you think they'd be smart enough to make them look like airplanes and helicopters? Right. Right. You know, whatever. Why? Yes, exactly. Clouds, storms, tornadoes, whatever. And um, because I remember when I met Angela White, she's a porn star, like just lovely, lovely her pores are so tiny. Like her, she's a flawless in a way that yeah. doesn't make any sense. She's the way she's built is like if you were a alien species and know you needed to infiltrate lots of different. Like this is yeah. just acts, an access machine. Yeah, you know. And she became a famous porn star. Remember when she came on? I couldn't even get any darkness out of her. She was just so her brain moved so fast. Like, her mom is accepting of her being in porn. Like, nothing. I just was like, this, if there was a robot that didn't know they were a robot, it's this person. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Too intelligent for her proportions. <laughs> like, doesn't make sense. I get you. I see Physically what you're at all. Right. No, an a ab- complete absence of some of these, like, human, qu- like, shame and whatever. She's just an awesome person, whatever. It's a compliment. My friend like-
1: Connor Habib was a famous gay porn star, and he's mystical. And it's like, it just really shows... The, the aliens are in porn is what I'm trying to say. They're God, por-
0: <laughs> I want that timeline. They came to fuck. That's it. Because we sort of, we ostracized them a little bit. We're kind of obsessed with them. I mean, what could fuck as much as these people that, if they weren't robots?
1: <laughs> Hiding in plain sight. Just you guys are watching them all day. <laughs> you porn. Maybe that's it. Maybe like they have a way mm-hmm. of somehow like taking energy from like porn ejaculate. And that Al- fuels their ships. <laughs> they're extracting oil from us. It's like fracking. <laughs> they're come frackers. You figured it out. <laughs> Don't drive your Tesla. You're done. They're gonna get you. You
0: gave it away. Cause like if they're already here. Which is b- very likely. Very likely. What what are they? Are they uh, we've talked about like being an octopus? Are they bats? Are they pigeons? Are they orcas?
1: Are they They're not my stepsister. You know that genre of porn? No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, got it. Oh, okay. Okay. You know how gross incest porn. Is- that fucking is <laughs> not my mom. <laughs> <laughs> the worst. Is that, wait, not, I thought MILF was pretty big. Which, no, you could say, you can't say, I think legally you can't be like, here's a video of me psychologically devastating myself and my mother <laughs> permanently, <laughs> but you can say fucking not my mom. <laughs> but it's not really, it's actors. No, it's not really. It's like, it, no, it's it definitely not. I mean, maybe if you go on the dark web. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure, like, hopefully not. Like, there's a couple things. Honestly, porn
0: sometimes gives me a lot of hope. Like, when people complain about porn, like, I've, like, I guess always have a hot take, which is, like, you go on, like, the number one one is MILF, which I don't know if that's just people making sure, like, they're not into anything illegal. They're, like, I just want to be super above board. Yeah. And, or if it's men that just, you know, their wife just gave birth and they want to go make sure everything is supposed to look like that or something. Uh, you know, dark nipples is a big thing. It's a big fetish. No way. I found out when I was getting the robot made, the number one request of men that get custom sex dolls is nipples, large nipples, uh, dark and puffy nipples. That's so sweet.
1: You know why that is, right? You know why? Because you, you got a baby.
0: Devastate. Well, because it's also, it's sort of, that's how we breastfed. The nipples get darker so the baby Targets. can find.
1: Targets. It's a target for the baby so it can find the nipples. Find it. There's poor guy. I know, money. <laughs>
0: And and something that was very heartening about this, I thought I was going to go into this, leaving you know, um, with hatred in my heart. And it was actually the opposite. Like the number one request of the sex dolls is that they're bigger, that they have thicker thighs, bigger butts, but they're just too heavy. Like they don't have the technology now to sort of make them so they're like tiny. And their biggest complaint is that they're too skinny.
1: Because their mommy wasn't
0: skinny. <laughs> <when> they... <laughs> Although a big order is maybe you can tell me what this is. A big request is green skin.
1: Why can I tell you what that? I know, I know how you really think about me, Whitney. I don't know. Isn't that
0: like from a video game or something? Frogger. (laughs) (laughs)
1: They want to go back to playing Frogger while they
0: breastfed with elfin ears.
1: Elf. I, 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 that's just people who are into World of Warcraft,
0: maybe. Okay, maybe. Just something with green skin. And they also I make sex that. toys. One of their biggest requests for sex toys was the penis from the frog guy in the shape from the of water. The, <laughs> remember the shape of water?
1: I never saw it.
0: What? Whoa. Whoa, dude. Is it good? I missed it. Whoa. Because you know in Appalachia there have been a lot of sightings of like a like a upright lizard man yes, yes. in the swamps and stuff. Yes. A couple people have seen him. Yeah, I sucked his dick. On <laughs> <I'm> a
1: hike. <hype. laughs> it was wonderful. I usually don't do that, but you know, it was just like he was like actually really romantic. <laughs> romantic no it was a couple eyes you know like first time he just wants to you know hike with you he smells really good he does oh my god it's comes from the
0: swamps though no i know it's like it's like pine trees and fresh
1: wind yeah but yeah it sucked (laughs) his dick out there
0: (laughs) i get it (laughs) if if aliens are here what are they got into your head
1: Hyperdimensional, like interdimensional Um, Some kind of interdimensional uh, thing that is protruding Mm. into our reality Mm. that is, like, actually constructing, is intentionally showing itself to us as as some form of, like, mode of initial communication because it doesn't have to.
0: Yeah.
1: And kind of trying to see what our deal is. Mm. And then uh, probably um, has some, like, interest in, like, introducing us slowly to like reality, reality versus our reality, uh, three dimensional reality. He's probably trying to, trying to like check us out. Are we ready? And then it, it either that they're or like
0: they're not. <laughs> are we? Do you think if we learned about what was if the government really knew something, which I don't know, I don't have as much faith in the government as a lot of other people. I don't know if you've been to the DMV recently. I'm like they don't know shit. <laughs> like when you just see their computers
1: that oh, are it's in, so old.
0: Yeah, you're kind of just like when you go to the DMV or deal like going on to pay a ticket at the courthouse. You're like. The government is not ahead in any capacity of us, like, yeah. is my guess. Or if they do, they lost the paperwork There's some bullshit. Like, everyone was drunk in the office till, like, five years ago. Right. What are the chances any of this stuff? It's like when you when you look up the, the JFK stuff, whatever, and you're just like, you're like, the documents are missing. They just would get drunk and burn shit. Yeah. Like, there's no way any of this has been. And I also, I guess for me, maybe I'm too cynical about human nature, but I find it very hard to believe that if someone in the government knew something... Our need to get chicks, impress people, like someone would snitch. They did. Right?
1: They are. But wouldn't someone show a photo? Wouldn't someone- They have been forever. Yeah. There's story after story of just what you're saying, of presidents or comedians. I can't remember that. There's a famous comedian, musicians, being introduced to this information by people in the government who just wanted to impress, impress them. Impress them. And then they leak it, and then they're just ridiculed for it. But now you have over 22 whistleblowers who've sworn under oath mm-hmm. you have Chuck Schumer right 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 writing legislation right what is the political benefit at, from like it, telling the world that you're creating legislation to get spaceships out of the <laughs> secret bunkers there's no reason you're doing that as a serious politician like Chuck Schumer whether people like him or not look at Chuck Schumer mm-hmm. Does he seem like an alien guy to you? No, he, Does he seem he seems like, like a Lacoste guy? Yeah, you're not going to run yeah. into him at Burning Man <laughs> nah, while he nah, smokes nah. DMT uh-huh. and tells you about. I mean, he definitely has Lyme disease. He feels he, like a Hamptons guy. Yeah, he's he, a Hamptons guy. He,
0: Schumer, he passes out every time he makes this legislation
1: Grassley, the the other senator, he kind of seems like a UFO guy to me. And I like UFO people, but he seems more like I could, you know, see being over at his house having some barbecue. And yeah. like, Look up there, you know? You don't yeah. know what could be up there, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he Rubio. wears a scarf in the summer. Marco Rubio does not strike me as a UFO person. Mm-mm. So suddenly we have all these politicians who, as far as I'm concerned, have no political benefit. I think that what, what what's really, at least in this small period of time, before we find out this is all bullshit or it mm-hmm. isn't, the UFO skeptics who have logically, naturally, tried to debunk every single firsthand account mm-hmm. from people in the military who had nothing, yeah. no reason to, to gain. say the gain. Uh, it, we've been good at debunking all the footage and all of it. And We need people like that. Thank God they exist. Or people like me would burrow into the earth and never come out. Like, it's nice. I like debunkers. I like having my bullshit shot down. I like being like, oh, right. I'm dumb. Yeah, And I it. fall for super shit. Stupid stuff all the time, but now suddenly the debunkers are having to deal with okay, but this isn't a farmer. This isn't an anomalous military person. Yeah, this is the top people in the U.S. government saying they've been debriefed and shown things that seem to potentially originate from a non-human intelligence to the point they're writing legislation. Yeah, so now we have to recalibrate. Uh huh, and all that. And sorry, two questions. Number one. Would
0: Trump have found out about it? I just feel like if Trump knew about aircrafts, it would have been the first tweet off the presses that morning.
1: Yeah, no. The president, because the way that they figured out how to, apparently the way they figured out how to hide this bullshit is by letting private contractors Uh, have the wreckage, reverse engineer it because it's Lockheed Martin, Raytheon. I mean, I don't know for sure it's any of these people, but the private contractors apparently so that so if you're the president you're like okay what about the aliens question number one mm-hmm. is probably what they call it in the cia <laughs> when you get the first question no yeah we don't have aliens because we don't lockheed's got the aliens they're reverse engineering for it uh reverse engineering and sharing the tech with us so that is why the whistleblower act they just passed is causing the sea change that we're witnessing because. Because um,
0: isn't the whistleblower act not perfect yet because it doesn't protect the families? I think they're still trying to figure out how to
1: protect the families. Right. Of them. Yeah. Yeah. You don't. Yeah, exactly. Like, you don't a lot. Exactly. It's Maybe. not perfect, but it works yeah. because all of a sudden all People these contractors were able to, are coming out of the woodwork.
0: And why don't they want us to know? Because, number one, there would be mass panic. Number two, there's some technology that they're going to benefit from and telling us would mean that, you know, they would give us information that would not be exclusive to them and yeah. so they can't profit wildly. Or is it just Uh, I mean, because there's already mass panic about many things without this. Like, what is the main reason they won't just tell
1: us? I think about it all the time. I don't know. I mean, lots of reasons, lots of possible reasons. One, it could just be basically, fundamentally, constitutionally illegal to take taxpayer money and then like shift that money to private contractors who reverse engineer technologies that they then profit off of with no nothing no benefit for the taxpayer other than some potential like new military tech mm. so it could but just when be- has
0: anything something being illegal stopped the government from doing it so now that we're in the thick of summer and i'm in the thick of becoming the thickest lass alive because i got knocked up and i can't stop jamming in my pie hole with whatever i can find at the nearest gas station i decided to stop giving myself gestational diabetes and to instead start ordering Factor meals. If you're like me and you also lack self-control, but also demand yourself be in perfect health, <laughs> <laughs> you're looking for wholesome, convenient meals to support active days, running around, editing the F-bombs out of your podcast so it doesn't get taken off YouTube, you're busy. Factor is America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. It helps me fuel up fast with flavorful and nutritious ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to my door they even dodge the coyotes that's how smart they are you'll save time you'll eat well and you'll stay on track in reaching your goals dude i'm telling you they just deliver meals i'm not going to the grocery store anymore it's the grocery store is canceled i saw a video online of a guy in leather walking a woman on a leash in a grocery store it was either st louis or germany i don't remember but the point is, I'm never going to the grocery store again. So <laughs> if you're too busy with your summer plans to cook or like me, simply refuse to cook because knives are just too tempting when your baby's father is around, but want to make sure you're eating well with factor, you're going to skip the grocery store with all those weirdos with their wives on leashes. OK, also you can't go to the grocery store anymore. You will get an accident in the parking lot and you will see someone not return their cart and have a conniption. Factor helps us skip the chopping, the prepping, the cleaning up, the crying, the nervous breakdowns, the cursing Chrissy Teigen for being so good at cooking for no reason at all. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are ready in just two minutes, the same amount of time it took me to conceive a baby. So all you have to do is heat and enjoy and get back to your life because you aren't an Amish handmaid and have better things to do. They also have calorie-smart meals with around, uh, I believe it's 550 calories per serving. They have protein-plus meals with 30 grams of protein or more per serving. Keto, calorie-smart, vegan. They have it all. Factor also offsets 100% of their delivery emissions, source 100% renewable electricity, our production sites and offices. They feature sustainably sourced seafood. They're one of the few companies not pissing off the orcas. So if you eat, eat Factor, and then go on a canoe, You'll be like, I'm with Factor. They'll be like, you're good. (laughs) Head to factormeals.com slash Whitney 50 and use code Whitney 50 to get 50% off. That's code Whitney 5050 at factormeals.com slash Whitney 5050 to get 50% off. You think America is the only country in the world a lot? Like what does India have? Like what does China have? We just don't know. We don't know. That's the And we are not sharing information. Definitely not. We don't know. And that makes me think that there's, just because, I don't know, I'm a little bit of a, you know, moon landing was fake bitch. Just because if you look at the footage, it's <laughs> the fact that it's just like, looks like someone's hanging by a street, you know? And I'm a I Kubrick, know. I guess. Um, I don't know. I, it feels like The Shining is about him
1: admitting that he helped fake the moon landing. I love that theory of The Shining.
0: How can it not be? Once you see it that way, it's impossible to see it any other way.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, it, and I'll tell you, it, this. This points to another explanation for why people are coming forward, which is the, to me the most optimistic explanation. Is it weighs on mm. it to like to to know something so yeah. potent and powerful, and to have to spend your life telling no one about it. Mm. And, and that's one of the theories of why the contractors are coming forward now. Is it's like it eats. I alive. can't live like
0: this. Yeah. 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 Or they just get dementia or some who knows, you know, it'd be interesting to like track what happens to all these people. Um, But the and my brain kind of goes like, oh, well, if we're always going to be in this like arms race now, maybe alien information race with Russia and China, are we going to like fake some stuff in order to feel like we're ahead? I guess maybe
1: just because I have the moon landing thing in my I'm so obsessed with that. Well, I mean, I could see like trying to make it seem like you'd reverse engineer the technology. I could see all kinds of who knows? Yeah. War is like such a complex and, and, and a huge part of where is secrecy. And mm. this, who knows? I mean, I don't know. I don't know, but I would say that the two main possibilities are equally bizarre. Like one, there's fucking aliens, which is, what? And then
0: the (laughs) other, (laughs) okay. I just think, I don't know, my brain now, doing a little bit of digging of, like, them being under the ocean and under and being able to communicate through, you know, sonar, orcas, I don't know. I think we're always looking up and we don't spend enough time looking underwater. Because if there's tunnels under the ocean and volcanoes under the ocean and all kinds of, you know, and that's also the... um, yeah, dude. Wouldn't you just make a blue whale a spaceship? I blue would. whales. If you've seen a blue whale, you're like, that's not an animal. That's a craft.
1: Yeah, I would totally do that. I would love to have a spaceship that looked like a blue whale. And I'd they be just gone. and
0: they just yeah. like
1: <laughs> gone with the wind. Where would Dunkin' go? I don't know. He said he was driving to the beach. he <laughs> be gone, the- gone in, the- in my whale. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and because it's like because we assume that aliens are going to show up and walk like us and talk like us and look yeah. like us it's so narcissistic and short-sighted it's like they probably are not going to be using language because language is so imperfect yeah. how often do you talk to someone and they actually understand what you just said right <laughs> misunderstandings is the basis for like pretty right. much everything like language is so imperfect like we were actually doing better communication-wise with, like, sonar. Like, that's actually a better form of communication because there's no, like, inflections that are going to mess it up. It's not about how you're saying it. About, you know, like, yeah. you said it this way, but it was incongruous with what you were saying, whatever. Like, it's just bullshit. So it's like it feels like evolution kind of took a turn for the worst when words were brought into it.
1: Yeah, I love that idea. What's that called? There's a name for that. It's a really cool name. It's like uh, the form of anarchism. Zer- there's this guy, I think his name is Zerzan. To like reject words? Yeah, that the moment we started using symbols to replicate reality, Ooh. instead of being in reality, it created a, a separation between us and reality, which has resulted in all of human, civil, what we call civilization, which is just
0: like varying
1: attempts at replicating the natural world, all of them.
0: It's just so imperfect. It's like usually if you, you know, when you were dating Aaron or something, there might have been times that you would send her a song instead of try to say how you felt. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like words emojis. means- Emojis. We're going back to kind of cave paintings. That yeah. works better sometimes. It does. Dancing lady can say more than, you know, anything yep. at this point. Um, but GIFs, yeah. visuals, memes, is yeah. kind of saying more.
1: Yeah, it, it, it is. And then wait till like somehow that becomes 3D space mixed in with a song and emojis and who knows what, and maybe a feeling and a smell. That's going to be an amazing way to communicate with each other. Ooh, <clears throat> I think, You know, people aren't really, people are taught, saying the, the idea that these even come from space is, uh, you know, a very human, that we think, well, they, they come from space versus they come from time. They come mm. from like a, the, a, an alternate dimension, an alternate universe, that, that, that we are them, that, you know, we exist. I mean my God, if you want to really freak out, read the holographic universe stuff that I did. yeah, and i I'm not a mathematician, clearly, but apparently, the circumference of a black hole is what determines how much volume is in the black hole, which is really weird. doesn't make any sense some and so the the impli- I just saw this wonderful YouTube video on the implication being that this, we are in some kind of two-dimensional film essentially like the Mm -hmm. entire universe is 2d that is somehow being like something is projecting 3d space which we are thinking is reality when it isn't at all it's some two-dimensional and the circumference of the universe is where all the data is stored that data is getting projected into 3d space so these things could just be closer to the circumference data or the real right, data right. set and but we're not different from them and we're, we're still connected to them so our thinking about just oh, not to go back to orcas but think about the orca it sees the bottom of the ship mm-hmm. jumps up sees the monkeys on the ship i think human technology is getting to the point where we're able to jump up a little bit out of time space. Maybe some of this radar tech that they have and some of this new technology is letting us see some other level of reality that we haven't seen before. Mm -hmm. It's not like the aliens just came here. It's like they've been here and now they're like, fuck, they can see us. What if the orcas feel the
0: intentions of the monkeys on the boat? Right. You know, what if they feel some sort of frequency? Exactly. What if they're communicating via frequencies? You know, they attack some boats. They don't, you know, it's like, and granted, look, there's motors, there's noise, there's all kinds of stuff, but feeling the intention of these people are about to fish. They're about to take food yeah. from me. They're, you know, if they've evolved over time in order to feel the intention of someone, like we've cut ourselves off from our gut. Animals don't do that. Right. Animals don't go, no, this wolf seems like it just had a bad childhood and is doing the <laughs> best it can with the tools it have. It's like, yeah. no, nah, dude, that shit's hungry. No, thanks. They right. don't evolve backwards right. yet. Whereas, like, you know, like, rattlesnakes are just starting to evolve to not rattle. because What? Yeah, dude. Because the ones that rattle are the ones that reveal themselves and get killed, you know? So there's- Bad news. <laughs> like, cows are going to start evolving to not make milk. You know what I mean? Smart. Stuff like that. So it's like, we're kind of at this weird plateau where we're, like, stunted, it seems like, a little bit in our evolution. I mean, you can argue that Darwinism is, like, people that fall off cliffs, we taking selfies, and, you know, the people that- you know, we'll say fall for fake news quote, whatever it is. We'll figure out what other kind of Darwinisms we're we're like, the people that jump off cliffs trying to get a Pokemon that might just be new Darwinism. But um the people that don't use phones might be the next Darwinism, people that like stay analog, who knows? Um, but animals like they don't they don't talk themselves out of their gut. Like where it feels like we're the only species that kind of does, Oh yeah, he hurt me, but like You know, he was doing the best to, you know, he had a bad childhood and it was rough. Yeah. Dad didn't throw a baseball with him. And like, so I'm going to keep this dangerous thing around me. Right. Or we just go like, I have an anxiety disorder. I need to take a pill to make me have less anxiety instead of going like, this is serving a purpose. Maybe I should get out of this relationship, out of this. Maybe anxiety is a good thing. Yeah. We like pathologize ourselves. It's like, like orcas don't go. The monkeys have thrown spears in the water the last 50 times and their engines have put oil in the water. But you know what? Let's let it slide this time. Yeah. Right. You know, they're just like, maybe it's it. me. or oh, you know what? Let me take a pill that makes me stop being scared of them. They just go, let me just get rid of this thing. That'd be
1: so depressing if we were able to like finally translate orca squeaks and all they're, they've been asking for years is for Xanax. <laughs> they're just like, That's you what know they how get in scary it is down here. <laughs> <laughs> There's aliens down here, man
0: they're 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 programming us to capsize your bones. Dude. They want to they control us man please. Xanax, <laughs>
1: boost. Dude, what if the Titanic people were just like by like a killer whale? I'm I mean, my god, who knows? It's I think no matter what things in the world are always going to get weird. I yeah. mean, we think aliens are weird. Our great-grandparents thought cars were weird, mm. you know? It's always it yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And they were afraid of elevators. They thought elevators, elevators. were electrocuting them. They were afraid of trains. They yeah. thought, you know, so it's, there's always some, you know. Some new- change.
1: There's always some
0: dramatic
1: But what if this change. time
0: we're right
1: and we're just going like, yeah, but it, this has always happened. It does. Yeah. Every single, like, generation has to deal with some anomalous madness that every, all of them are like, it's the end of the world. Mm-hmm. And I guess. Imagine ha- being, like, the first person to use a microwave. <laughs>
0: There you go. And be like, wait, hold on. Yeah. That's scalding hot in 30. There's no way this is good. And I think they were right. <laughs> yeah, probably right. Imagine putting the first person putting a phone up to their ear with no
1: cord. Like what? Like how?
0: this isn't this frying my brain. Those things are
1: fucking dangerous. People, people take them apart and get blown up and electrocuted by whatever the thing is in the microwave that does. The microwaving. I'm no, I, I don't, it's, I watch videos. You, 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 <laughs> they you, still don't explain what's it. What's it called? There's a thing in your microwave that That. it that, that, that does. It's an alien brain. <laughs> it's something. A, it's adrenochrome. It can't be good. Whatever well, it is. Well, there's a, like. Ato- Mini atomic bomb. It's some crazy shit. There's a form of woodworking where, I mean, have you ever seen those cool scar patterns from people who get struck by lightning? Factals. Yes. You can do that to wood by electrocuting it. And to get there, you pull some shit out of your microwave and you plug it into the wood. And the wood, it's beautiful. But people like explode themselves doing this shit. It became a YouTube trend. And so people like me were like, fuck it. I'll just open the microwave, put some, <laughs> put some jumper cables on this table. And voila, it's going to be so the perfect podcast table. And then they, they, they attach it, they touch it, and they're just, they're gone. Like it just blows your ass up. It it incinerates you, burns your. your Just a regular microwave from Circuit City. Look look it up. It's another, it's a new technology death. Selfies, people trying to do like weird wood burning. Do you you see there was like six
0: people in Alabama that died jumping off the back of boats for some TikTok challenge? There you go. There you go. Can you imagine the idea that if the Chinese government, whoever, I don't know, the TikTok thing were like, I know how to get them to die. Just have them do these dangerous challenges. We start the trend, give the trend, you know, superficially inflate the likes to 4 million. And then everyone's just going to start jumping and doing backflips off boats and having their heads decapitated by a propeller. It's like, we don't need to kill. I think to me, that's always like the way that that genius warlords will operate is we don't need to kill them. We will make it so they just kill themselves.
1: Exactly. It's like, this is, I mean, it sounds so paranoid and, and insane, but you want to talk about evolution. Look at war and the way war has evolved over time. Drones dropping bombs on people in trenches, like in, in, in ways of conquering uh, an, a, another country. Like, my God, what is more brilliant than Trojan war? forcing yep. a technology into another culture, then in a very slow, subtle way, grade that culture. And then just for shits and giggles, let's see if we can get some of them to like do the dumbest things ever. Yep. yep. Can we get them to jump off boats? And make it like their idea. They're
0: jumping off boats. What else can we do? They're eating t- the Tide Pods. They're eating We made the tide them look pod.
1: delicious. Yes. Like, and, and once you start, and just as an experiment to see can I create mass hysteria? Can we create like, like a civil war sure, with sure, this sure. stuff? It's easy to do. Creating mass hysteria is pretty easy to do. Pretty easy to do. Look at These War days. of the Worlds. like when that radio play came out. Yep, yep, yep. People killed themselves.
0: Um, can I just ask you one last thing and then I'm gonna let you go. Yeah. Thank you for letting me keep you so long. I you know it. I love you and I love I loving love you. you.
1: Um
0: uh uh, shoot. And of course I forgot. Mom brain is a real thing. It is real. I am embarrassed because whenever my friends are like mom brain, I'm like, no, you're always kind of by the way. Congratulations. Thank you. I,
1: you, are, it, it's just the most wonderful thing ever. I mean, I am a, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a, now a true breeder and I just got to <laughs> tell you it's the best. Thing. It really is the most beautiful experience. And, um, you know, Especially for me, because I don't have to grow the baby in my body.
0: So <laughs> <laughs> I love it when men are like, motherhood is made it's for amazing. I,
1: it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. wonderful. <laughs> is it that I don't have to get up ninety times a night to pee? All the things, but you know, and it, and I honestly, I, I I'm I, I know that I'm speaking for my wife. It's it's worth it because I really can't say it's worth it because my, my body's not going to get my pelvic floor. Isn't Why it? does it have to be a floor? I don't know. The it's language. the glass
0: ceiling, pelvic floor. No what, we, what architectural door? Yeah. get up all these body. You Can know, it be a window. I know. <laughs> <laughs> does that be a floor. Yeah, it's just I know everyone's like you need to do pelvic floor exercise. It's just so like people. It is really interesting when you um are uh pregnant. The amount of like wild oversharing people will do oh. right away. And my dude is actually the worst. He's because he's trying so hard to like. Have it be like pull his weight in the pregnancy. So that's I'm like really you know, great, which is very sweet. But dude, you're never gonna you know like he'll like go get this little calendar that says like every day what my body's doing, and it's always makes me nauseous. Like he's like today, uh, okay, so you're uh, five weeks in a day. Today you're making eyelashes.
1: I'm like, Bleh. that's kind of <laughs> cool, man. I never did <laughs> shit like that. I'm like, he's like, and today you make the fingernails. That I'm like, is so ah. cool. Listen, I'll tell you. I mean. Try to see the intent behind it, because, like, nothing will make you feel more sort of like out of the loop as a dude than like while your partner is growing a human being. Right, right. What can you do? Nothing. What's you can like try to, but even attempts at support sometimes can like can come come off the wrong way. Behind it is like don't die <laughs> when you have the baby please will you stay alive i don't want you to die but what comes out is like so uh how you feeling <laughs> uh, okay well
0: uh ba- baby. You, you look
1: bigger today yeah, don't, yeah, say yeah, yeah. don't say that don't
0: say that Looks it,
1: like it's really growing yeah uh, while you're like a like do, so i don't know i have some I mean, I we should, I'm not, I have some compassion. There is,
0: and I'm really, and I, I have a couple girlfriends that I, I text with just to be like, is it normal to want to kill the person that got you pregnant every now and then if they bring home vegan cream cheese instead of regular cream cheese? I'm poisoning. And it, <laughs> it, there's just like a little, so every now and then, I don't know, just the hormonal rage comes up if it's, if it comes to food he's like I'll do the grocery runs I got this and he'll come home he always comes home with some fucking cauliflower gnocchi and I'm like can I just get an in-and-out burger like I just want like you never know what you're gonna get kind of grave and um but
1: wait what I was gonna say it's not normal that's never happened in the history of pregnancy I've never I was gonna say
0: it's so um what's the word it's so cliche to say but I was like I cannot believe I'm like an 80s Sigourney Weaver rom-com being like where are my pickles and Nutella you know, but it's just weird shit. Your body starts taking over. You become this zombie and the baby's like, this is what I need today. You know, it's, you become a puppet of this little baby vampire. My question for you though, and I think also the terror, like whenever we're angry, we're usually just scared. And there is this terror that kicks in, even though I know billions of women have done this in the woods and been, you know, a lot died, but where you're kind of like, I'm not, there's no good way for this baby to get out. And that is so, like, there's no cool way, like, chill way for this to no, get out. There's not. I'm either, I'm either going to get severed open or my vagina and asshole are just going to become the same hole. Those <laughs> are my options.
1: I mean. Seems like. Shouldn't <laughs> eat the fruit. <laughs> Shouldn't eat the fruit, like in the did, garden of, of did you
0: wife get scared about what what I just want to know how it's going to go? well,
1: I mean, the first of anything uh-huh is 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 obviously like really intense and scary. So
0: I just feel like humans are evolution wise. We're a little behind. It's a little barbaric that there's not just like a zipper,
1: you know, well, you shouldn't have <sighs> listened to the snake, are they? <laughs> That's why you don't talk to (laughs) snakes. The sickest part is before I got pregnant naturally,
0: which I'm convinced is a vaccine injury. I don't know how this even happened. But I was like, oh, I'll get a surrogate. The idea that I was like, yeah, I'll just have someone else go through the horror, you know, of it. Like, that's how how terrified I've always just been about just like birth in general. It just seems barbaric.
1: I think that, you know, I can only obviously speak as an outsider in this situation. But I do think that... uh, I've noticed that a, a beautiful, real connection emerges in every pregnancy between Aaron and the baby, because it's in. There's a baby. In it's you, wild, and the baby is like communicating to you, mm-hmm. and it maybe in a in a non-language language. But within that, I think within that relationship, it's not like the baby's telling you, "I'm not going to turn." your asshole and <laughs> pussy into one hole. But is that I mean, you're not getting like that kind of cover. But there is as you realize maybe what is growing in you, this rising sun thing, that maybe something about that level of love that forms yeah. that makes you a little more willing to have one hole down there. Yeah. Just because you want to hold the baby so much. Again, speaking as an outsider here, uh-huh. just watching what I mean it just looks very uncomfortable <laughs> in the heat.
0: I will say I've always thought it looked very uncomfortable to have a dick and balls. Well, feels fair. I mean, I would rather a, have this nine months, maybe twice in a lifetime than a dick and balls all the time. You know,
1: Roger from my men's rights groups. Said, <laughs> he says that having a dick and balls is like, 50 times more painful than giving birth. Just the day-to-day experience (laughs) of dick and balls. And the stress of it,
0: you you land on a plane and it gets hard. Do you know Roger? I did. He was in the sex robot chat room. Because, you know, interestingly,
1: like the same way you vape is how Roger jerks
0: off on planes. (laughs) In front of my (laughs) knees? I didn't know until I dated a guy that kind of had school shooter in cell energy that he explained to me like, and he was like, in high school, you always have a boner. He was like in like grade school, like it starts yeah. or middle school, I guess. He's like, you start having a boner and like, you just have a boner all the time and you have to sit at a desk yeah. and like, deal with your boner. I was like, I had no idea. Yeah. No one talks about that. No. Men don't tell girls about that.
1: What are you going to be like? Hey, I've got a boner. <laughs> So, should we get an appetizer?
0: <laughs> no, but if someone had just said, hey, you know, because w- girls are like, high school is so traumatic. We have to go to prom. We have to deal with acne. We- and guys aren't like, we have boners all the time.
1: You got to do the boner walk. Is that a book bag? It's, there isn't a boner walk. But I mean, if they invented something, a boner, hider, which they could never do because it's like- That's what so, desk. But you need to like, but you, if, you if, if you're coming in to class and your cock has just decided like, okay, I guess we're going to fuck and ask, bro. You got to, like, do this weird, like, hobble. And every guy knows what you're doing. Like, everybody knows. Every guy knows. Walk. Every guy
0: knows. Yeah. I literally did not know that. I was just kind of like, guys, have it easy in high school. And they're like, we, he's like, we always have a boner. It's so... I'm sorry, but getting a boner is not, like,
1: the worst thing.
0: But you're in, you're hiding something. You're embarrassed. It is embarrassing. No, it truly is I isn't. sort of used to go through life thinking men did not deal with embarrassment. We don't. Until, like... It, 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 <laughs> When did when did we start? That I just mean, like in high school felt feels very traumatic for girls, but now I realize it's also traumatic for guys. It is yeah, I mean that is true. No one told but that. I don't, you know, <laughs> we were in the um, OB like the office, and this like the 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 music that plays is like like Zen, like Tibetan bowls or something like yeah. that. And he's like, do you like this music? And I was like, yeah, it's fine. He was like, I'm
1: rock hard. And I was like,
0: what? And he was like, yeah, I don't know. Just this music.
1: Wait, your boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the OB. No, I'm sorry. Either. I thought you were saying the fucking doctor. I'm trying to draw the connection. Like what? You like to be. OK, let's get you the hard. Oh, I'm rock hard. Something about these gongs. <laughs> yeah i need to get a new whoa.
0: insurance policy <laughs> <laughs> um okay last thing is your special you're shooting it soon when is it coming out Are
1: you excited well oh. yeah it's this weekend coming up whoa and um let
0: me let you go yeah
1: you know it's exciting and there's a lot that, like uh, lance bangs and i we've come up with this very cool idea which i don't want to share yet okay. about what it's gonna be but i'm really i i, I'm, I was already excited about it now i'm Oh, Are you shooting it? Can I ask where you're shooting it? The Mothership. Tick. Oh, sick. And then do you know where you're going to release it? I don't want to talk about that okay, part got of it. it but um, I want it to be kind like, we're, we're working on that. It's pretty cool. Though. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I'm like, I just was like, I'm a little bit of a place where we keep realizing now on YouTube, you can't say certain things. And I'm just kind of like, you know. Yeah, it's
1: podcasting. Asking. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not like some like secret thing. It just, we haven't quite like developed this idea out and i don't want to talk about it till we're like cool certain of what it's going to be but i'm quite excited about the so possibility happy
0: to. okay cool so i'll see you at the show tomorrow <sighs> thank you for taking the time to do this i, I love, love you chatting with you i love you you're the what best what do you mean and I, I forgot 500 of the things i wanted to ask but that's probably a good thing because you got to get to the gym Wendy, right? thank the you show. so
1: much and thanks for coming on my show you're the best come best on you. you're All the, the pods best. tell me the pods besides uh, uh your main one don't you have a new one no, just the Duncan Trussell Family Hour. Nice. Midnight Gospel on Netflix.
0: Nice. And then, you're, which is the most genius thing.
1: Thank you. Love you. Bye. Don't ride elephants.
0: Bye. Bye.